Una. This time to start decide to investigate very recent bizarre case about a social media nomadic traveler influencer named Abby who were who disappeared without a trace when her fiance returned home on her van and suspiciously refused talking about Abby's whereabouts and then disappearing himself. Abby has been doing her traveling blog. She also managed to sell brand-sponsored products to her family and friends and followers. And she'd been traveling across the country park, documenting her vlog when she got in a fight about nothing really with her fiancé Brian scratched him, bruised him, almost got arrested for domestic violence, and then suddenly disappeared. Her body was found, and this novel was inspired by two events, and there actually could be a lot more victims of this kind of influential business practices. Please uh, um, listen and read us on other platforms. And author of this novel would like to bring her own opinion, speculation of what could possibly happen in true life event. Names, ages, locations, some facts are changed on purpose to protect privacy of parties. And just remember, author is not diagnosing anything, just speculation about what could possibly happen. And the whole story is honestly unbelievably mind-blowing. So please, please read and listen us on podcast in ebooks by artist team TBLC. Uh, episode 3 and um, chapter 14 nationwide Abby's disappearance and death has raised the question how many other people were missing and killed like that recently nationwide there is also black and brown communities who um, also have loved ones who went missing like Abby and those people are desperate for answers as well and wanted the cases to be heard as well the missing person case is not a black issue or brown issue, uh, it's an um, all-American issue. Uh, bottom line, we all have to come together and bring those missing people home. Chapter 15, Federal Arrest Warrant A federal arrest warrant was issued for Abby's fiancé Ryan. The FBI wanted him for unauthorized use of allegedly Abby's debit card after her death. According to the court documents, Ryan withheld cash from ATM after Abby was declared missing and later dead. Did he knowingly do this with intent to defraud? Ryan's attorney finally issued a statement saying, quote, It's my understanding that arrest warrant for Ryan is related to activities occurred after the death of the Abby Petit and not related to her actual demise. In addition, Utah authorities announced they are now launching an independent investigation on officers who handle a traffic stop of Ryan and Abby, where Abby was found as a primary aggressor despite ignoring witness testimony. Ryan went missing after returning to Florida after Abby's disappearance. Abby's, Abby's friends confirmed that Ryan could be equipped to go off the grid and he actually has done it before and been gone for a long time. Florida authorities are now searching a large swamp area infested with alligators and snakes, and um, dogs have difficult time to pick up scent. Ryan's friends also said that he spent months in Appalachian Trail alone, in survivor style, and he kinda enjoyed it. However, experts um, commented in order to survive in hostile remote wild area, somebody needs to be prepared not only mentally but physically and also be well equipped 
Abby's father commented he never seen anything wrong with Ryan, but a police body cam showed different signs of narcissism that led to an abusive relationship with Abby. And it's now on a display for the whole world to see. Ryan looked seemingly unemotional in terms of disorder and police had no clue what was wrong with him. Hence, they concluded nothing wrong with Ryan, but Abby was all emotional and they labeled her as a crazy subject and accused of domestic violence. Usually people with narcissistic disorder under pressure and fear tend to run away and commit suicide. We hope that Ryan didn't do that and he is well and in life, but being in an area surrounded by alligators and snakes could be deadly. And being isolated for a long time, even narcissists could reach a breaking point and commit suicide. We hope it's not the case. Ryan definitely had feelings for Abby and it just went over his head. He could no longer handle it alone. He probably needed a professional help with mental health just like Abby. Now his parents and attorney allegedly have to cover for him saying Ryan went to swamp for hiking and disappeared. Who enjoy hikes, hiking at the swamp with alligators and snakes? Then they said they found his car in a huge swamp. How did they found the car in a huge swamp? Matt thinks it's thrown, it's been thrown to the public to mislead authorities who are already spending like a hundred thousand a day searching that swamp. When actually Ryan could be in Mexico or Cuba drinking beer, having a good time. Leia didn't agree with Ryan, uh, with Ryan that Ryan could be in Mexico uh, because an FBI wanted white boy in Mexico without speaking Spanish would draw attention of the cartels who would want him as well just for the sake of money reward. Ryan hasn't been home and he had a week to disappear before the warrant was issued and now he is overseas. Ryan allegedly got a huge help start by his family and the lawyer and people now calling them dirty laundry on the social media. Dirty laundry syndrome became mean. So if Ryan's family really worried about him and he really disappeared without a trace, they would come up to the public as well asking for help, speaking up as the right things to do. Ryan's attorney issued a statement for the press. Ryan's parents has nothing to do and don't know where his the son is and would like FBI to help to bring him home. They are concerned about Ryan and hope the FBI could locate him. The speculation of the public and some other press that parents assisted Ryan to avoid arrest on a warrant that has been issued after Ryan got missing is just wrong. FBI became a lead agency in search for the Ryan. Chapter 16 Friend Zone how long you guys know each other? The officer asked Ryan after the traffic stop. We know each other since high school, Ryan responded. Abby's mom con confirmed that Ryan was a friend, friend zoned in the high school, but later, later, after graduation, he became romantically involved with Abby. Abby moved, moved in with Ryan's family as his fiance in Florida, but she didn't have any friends there, so she went, she went online and found a friend, Rita. Roughly two years ago, I got a message on the line from Abby saying, You seem so cool. I want to be your friend. Can we please be friends? Rita was recalling. Yes, sure, of course. According to Rita, Abby's fiance, Ryan, had some issues. He was very jealous and controlling. Abby called it as his episodes. 
He got this jealousy issue and he struggles from episodes where he would hear things and hear voices and wouldn't sleep. Abby told the outlet. Ryan... Ryan had this composure, this sweet, nice, caring guy, but you could tell he was a little off, a little weird, like he would set up our hammocks when we would go on the beach, but wouldn't sit with us, which I found bizarre, Rita told Daily News. Ryan didn't want Abby to have friends, actually, he was afraid she would meet someone else and leave him. Rita and Abby used to share the locations on apps constantly in case they got lost, which was already an ominous premonition. When Ryan found out that Abby shares her location with her friends, he got mad and made her to delete it. I didn't want to push the issue because I didn't want to cause in any arguing with him. Ryan was always worried she was going to leave him. It was a constant thing to try to get a stop hanging out. He demanded she be home for dinner, often cut our time short, he would demand to pick her up from my house, even though I had a car and could drive her as well, Rita said. Rita also mentioned that she was going on a line dancing and she invited Abby. It was on the ladies' night and Abby's drive about 30 minutes and halfway Abby, Abby realized she forgot her ID. And she returned back to Ryan's home and this caused such a big argument because Ryan didn't want her to go out anymore. However, Abby managed to come to Rita's place anyway. She was crying, saying about what happened. She was just so hysterical. She told she slapped him and said something about Ryan's pushing her. She was holding back. I told her you need to tell me the deep what, of what happened. Abby just wouldn't, Rita recalled. It seemed like there were more and more arguments. And all of a sudden, Ryan proposed to Abby and Abby said yes. It was all over social media. Abby's social media accounts were created first years before Ryan posted his first social media post about getting engaged to Abby. How romantic. Ryan wasn't really into social media. It was Abby who wanted to have influence on the internet and had fame, not just simply travel around. She wanted to monetize her accounts. Abby wanted to be a full-time blogger. It was very important to her. It seems like Abby was always filming and all videos were well prepared, like stage pictures perfectly, and a lot of setups were well elaborated, decorated, cleaned and organized. It seems uh, that Abby's approaches were very differently, different from Ryan's. And Ryan, on, on the other hand, was a free spirit artist almost always barefooted hiking. As a result of personalities' differences, Ryan and Abby canceled the engagement. I think they kind of put it on hold just because they felt it was too a little fast. They were excited at first, but then they were like, oh, let's just wait, we're very young. So they were actually boyfriend and girlfriend, Abby's mom said. Her friends from New York were bullying. Abby's friends from New York were bu bullying her. Um, after she got involved with Ryan and there was some something about Ryan they didn't like uh, her being with. She was upset about it once and then she was like, screw them all. She also said that Abby told her mom that they were called off the engagement, Rita commented. 
Even Don Ryan and Abby called off the engagement, they still went on a trip together, presenting themselves as a loving couple for social media, telling some people that they were engaged and the other people that they weren't. Chapter 17. Weird Posts In July, right uh, before Abby's disappearance, Ryan posted on his social media, thanks to Abby for putting up with me through Utah at Topographic Playground. And a couple days later, Abby posted a picture of her kissing Ryan. It seems like they were in love, having a good time. Somebody remembers Abby and Ryan being at a convenience store, and the cashier recalled, they came into together. I remember them because he was telling her, hurry up, hurry up, and she didn't say anything back to him. At one, at one point, she left the store for a few minutes and came back in. They bought a bottle of water and a few packages of instant noodles and donuts. Abby told a friend through social media that uh, she was going to Yellowstone. It was on the same day when her van was spotted, parked on a road, all darkened, with Abby's flip-flops left outside ominously. This was a place where near... Uh, her remains were found later in September. Social media assumed something bad happened to Abby in the late days of August, and one of the drivers picked up Ryan hitchhiking, and he was willing to pay $200 just for the 10 miles ride. But then police asked him if he had enough money to the hotel, and he wasn't sure. A driver added, then, once the conversation I brought up, we are going to Johnson, and Ryan freaked out. He was like, nope, I need to get out right now, pull over, please. We drove him off, and he kind of hurried up out of the car, and then was like, I'm just going to find somebody else to hitchhike, thank you. And we were like, okay. It was a weird situation, but when we picked him up, he was wearing backpack, a long sleeve, pants, boots, he had scarf, but he didn't look dirty, the driver said. Why was he alone? Where was Abby in the van? And then all of a sudden, last message from Abby came up saying, no service in Yosemite. Yosemite is in California, a completely different state from where Ryan was picked up by other people. This was when people start noticing something weird on social media. Abby's posts were usually short, full of pictures, images, emojis. When suddenly a long post came from Abby, so out of Abby's style. We decided to take a road that is less traveled on the other side of the arch. After waiting in a short line for some photos under the arch, early Monday morning we wanted to find a place to relax and draw a little, while still admiring the arch, but also get away from the crowd that kept growing as day went on. We walked just a little past the arch where the rock is such an angle and it appears impossible to walk on. But being such experienced hikers, complimented himself, not like Abby, I had confidence that I could make it. While Ryan climbs down some steep slopes with the camera, then edited post came up. Ryan hikes barefooted everywhere we go. If it was up to him, he wouldn't own any shoes. But I just find out to be funny how many people comment on the fact that he is barefooted always. Ryan inspires me every day on living a more natural lifestyle, building my feet up so I don't have to bring my shoes in case. Hashtag bare, barefooted. This was quotation from the Instagram.
and hashtag were differently placed, unusual for Abbas editing. Then the post came up that sound like an alibi. When Ryan climbed down some steep slopes with camera, I shimmed my way along a thin, flat, narrow line and led directly to a big flat rock with absolute most beautiful view. One guy saw us and thought we could do that too. Um, many people who saw us were contemplating how we made it they hear, shouting things like, wow, you guys must be crazy, it's so dangerous. One guy started to come out our direction, choking the same thin, narrow way along the rock as I did, and he got stuck. Stuck in a fear of not knowing where to place his feet to climb further, Ryan and I helped him climb back to his wife, who was laughing hysterically, giving us a big thumbs up. In the past few in the last few photos, you can see what I mean by thin, narrow line. There was no path to flat rock that set perfectly level out of the steep angle side, or what basically is a cliff. So it's so dangerous, so I don't recommend trying this yourself. One person on social media commented, If this caption doesn't scream alibi, I don't know what does then. And I think Ro Ryan wrote this, not Abby. Chapter 18. Money Traces Another suspicious activity was Ryan's financials. Abby's mom said they had to help them with money, then Abby's dad ordered them something to eat remotely. Also, rumors say that Ryan purchased gas with Abby's credit card when he was going back to Florida after police traffic stop. Then the warrant was issued for his arrest for using somebody else's debit card after Abby's death. Who else's credit card he could be using then on a cross-drawn chip, if not his own? Ryan's attorney denied any allegation that was Abby's debit card used by Ryan after her death. FBI also confiscated a burner phone Ryan's mom helped him to obtain after Abby's disappearance. Not sure what that means, but it's very suspicious, alright. Chapter 19. New police cam footage Abby. A new footage of police body cam on Abby was released to the public all of a sudden. Why wasn't it released before when people start speculating and writing posts and notes about what really happened? What happened? The police asked Abby again. I just was trying to get back in my car, Abby said. So there were two people who reported um, to us that he hit you, punched you. They were just independent witnesses by Bloomflower, police stated. Um, I hit him first, I slapped him, I was trying to make him to shut up. Abby reported to police, motherly trying to protect her men from any trouble with police. How many times have you slapped him? The police asked. Couple times, Abby responded. And then his reaction was what? The police asked. He grabbed me, Abby responded. Did he hit you though? We want to know the truth, the officer asked. I guess he just grabbed my face just like this, showing to police with her hand and scratched it with his nails and I still have a scratch mark on my cheek that burns a lot now. He didn't really hit me, Abby added quietly, sobbing. Let me see, the officer said, looking at Abby's cheek. Chapter 20 Ryan's sister As the search for Ryan's continued, his sister Sammy saw him not once but twice, including at the campground early in September, right after Ryan's return before Abby was declared a missing person. Even though Sammy told the media before that she hadn't seen him after Ryan came back home without his fiancée Abby. 
We haven't been able to talk with him. I wish I could talk to him. We cooperate in every way that we can find my brother, who is a wonderful uncle to my children, Sammy reported to the press. Ryan's attorney made a statement right after the bombshell blew up. Sammy saw her brother on September 1st. Then Ryan gone back without Abby. He stopped at her home and then at the camping park. Law enforcement agencies are well aware of these dates, and any prior communication by Sammy that doesn't reflect these dates is simply the difference of relating in answer to a question misrepresented by Sammy or poorly posed by inquiries, said Ryan attorney. Matt suggested that Sammy simply mis misinterpret the question to the press and didn't understand the question or didn't understand the question correctly. This is where a contradiction comes nowadays. Sammy answered that day but haven't seen him. Then we now can prove that that she saw him actually. And it's all about timeline on it too and we're trying to level up on what things are true and what things are not when you look at it. You can see that the whole situation is such a big mess in development and that's why we decided to put it in writing.